We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The Pride Podcast is sponsored by The D-Line, a lifestyle brand celebrated by Detroit and the great state of Michigan. Visit thedline.com for awesome apparel, stickers, and more. Thedline.com for Detroiters made by Detroiters. Brady's got it. Wants to throw from deep in the pocket. Throws deep downfield. He wants to set. It is picked off by the line. Darius Slay's got it. Coming back right side, twenty-five. The throw. Rolls to the right. Stafford throws deep. Got a man out there. End zone. Caught. Touchdown. Detroit Lions. Yo, what is going on, guys? I had to be a little extra today. You know, it's been two, three weeks since we have recorded an episode on the Pride Podcast. Welcome, everybody, to episode 14 of the Pride Podcast. Uh, before we get into everything, I just want to give a quick congratulations to the New England Patriots on winning the Super Bowl. Quick congratulations to former Detroit Lion Kyle Van Noy. Uh, I'm Tyler, also known as Lions Nation. I'm Pierre, also known as Detroit Lions fan page. What's going on, everybody? I'm Malcolm. I'm with the Detroit Lions video page. And one more thing before we start off on our topic that we will be talking on episode 14. I want to thank you guys so much for all the support from the Mark Thompson interview. Uh, I believe our second most downloaded uh, episode. So I really appreciate all the support. Um, but today, it's offseason. Football's done. So what the hell are you guys going to talk about? We haven't been here in for, on two or three weeks. So what the hell are you guys going to talk about? This episode, we're going to dedicate on only edge rushers uh this uh idea was suggested by actually pierre so we are actually gonna dedicate the whole episode to the edge rushers since pierre suggested it you get to start off the podcast pierre i want to know what is your two wants from the draft and from free agency on the edge rusher position i just want to let the fans know every week or every other week we'll highlight different positions of needs from the draft and free agency and this week we're doing the edge rushers Yes, sir. Guys, I want from free agency. Um, all right. I like Trey Flowers. Trey Flowers from New England. He just he's really good. I don't like really good against the run. Sets the edge. Good pass rusher. He's not really a high sack guy, but he gets the job done. He'll pressure the quarterback. 
he has like he has those plays with the fuck up the plays. You know, he fucks up the play. He might not show on the stat sheet, but it affects the QB. Another guy I like, kind of like I don't know if people have heard of him, Preston Smith from the Washington Redskins. Uh, he went to, out of Mississippi State, played in the SEC. I like him. He's a good edge guy. He's not he's nothing flashy about him. He's a good edge guy, so I'll take him too. One thing you didn't mention about Trey Flowers, the New England Patriot connection, the Matt Patricia connection. Oh, yeah, that's, I think that's why I didn't say it, you know. <laughs> uh, does Preston Smith have any uh, New England connection or Matt Patricia connection? I believe he went to college with Darius Slay at Mississippi State. I'm not sure. But I know him and Darius are boys. He and Darius are friends. So, Okay. Okay. All yeah. right, Malcolm, uh, what are two wants in free agency for you? Well, Pierre mentioned Trey Flowers. I mean, I think – I mean, I'm not going to mention him, but just want to add on to him. You know, I think he'll be a great fit for the team. But a, a, a guy that I'm, that I'm – you know, that I would want for Detroit to look at or even bring in um, is actually Frank, Frank Clark from Seattle. Um, he was a, a high-sack guy. Um, he had 13 sacks last last season. Um, you know, they say in the past three seasons he had 32 sa- 32 sacks. So I mean, that type of pressure, you know, the, the double double digit sack guys. Um, you bring them in, I think that would be a good, you know, person to replace Ziggy Ansah. Um, another guy that um, I think will be a good pass rush for the system will be um, Zadari Smith from from the Ravens. Um, He's another he's another guy that that's similar to Trey Flowers. You know, he had eight point five sacks last season. Um, I think bring him in. I think he could bring a put immediate pressure on the quarterbacks. What about you, Tyler? I want to say one thing though about Frank Clark. I like Frank Clark as a player, but University uh, of Michigan. He's had yep. some domestic violence issues, and the Lions kind of shy away from that. But I'll take Frank Clark. I'm just you know saying. what, and I don't even know about I don't even know about that. I didn't even know that he had domestic violence. At, um, Oh, but uh, I mean, I, he's he's corrected some of his issues, but I mean, I'll take Flank Clark in the heart. Was it was it was it like recently, or was it like a while ago, or a long time? Like, um, it was when he it was when he came out, I believe. But like, oh, when he came out, oh, check, okay. I think he's he's better now, but I'll take him. I'll take him though. Uh, two wants in free agency. If I had to choose, um, exclude Trey Flowers. Because I think we can all agree Trey Flowers would be a great fit in Detroit, uh, reuniting with Matt Patricia on that defense. You know, it seems like the right fit. It seems like you know the guy the Lions could be aggressive for this offseason. But if we are excluding uh, Trey Flowers, a guy I do like and I've been liking him for a while is uh, outside linebacker Anthony Barr from Minnesota. Um, the thing I like about Barr is you know he gets a lot of pressure when he plays. I think the only problem with Anthony Barr is when he plays. You know, I see a lot of overreaction from Minnesota fans saying, uh, you know, they're frustrated with Anthony Barr's, you know, injury history. He doesn't get play a lot. I mean, but, you know, I was looking at his, you know, his log, his game sheet log. I mean, it's actually not that bad. I mean, I don't know on the top of my head if he was, you know, 100% all those games. If he, you know, it could be like Ziggy Yance, you know, sometimes he's active but gets hurt in like the second quarter. I don't know like how, you know, what Anthony Barr was in Minnesota. He could be getting hurt in early in games. But, you know, for at least starting the games, his game log was not bad. You know, I think Anthony Barr fits the 3-4 scheme really well. So I think, you know, he would be a good fit in Detroit. Um, it makes sense to me. I don't know. Uh, I believe Minnesota runs a 4-3 and, you know, he, he – 
played all right there. He was a pro bowler this year. I mean, it was a little odd to me that he was a pro bowler, but, uh, you know, I, I, I think a change of scenery, which is weird because he was a pro bowler, but I think a change of scenery for Anthony Barr coming to, you know, kind of a different defensive scheme, you know, coming with a defensive-minded guy like Matt Patricia and Paul Fasciclone, I mean, I think it's a good fit. I like it. My second option would probably be, this is a very unrealistic option in my opinion, but if uh, Demarcus Lawrence does somehow hit the market, um, you know, somehow does not get franchise tag or extended by the Cowboys, you know, which I do expect to happen. But if there is that slim chance he hits the open market, I mean, he had 10 and a half sacks last year. I mean, so I think if you could somehow get a Demarcus Lawrence, if he's on the market, you're going heavy for Demarcus Lawrence. I mean, he's the type of guy to fit wherever in any defense. So um, if, if Demarcus Lawrence is on the market, you, you got to go for him. I mean, you got to be re- super aggressive for him. Um, me personally, don't think he'll be on the market. But, I mean, what do I know? So uh, if Demarcus Lawrence is there, yeah, take a shot at him for sure. Uh, so that's what two free agents I would like. That makes sense to me. Uh, my next topic is uh, two uh, edge rushers you would like at pick number eight. Uh, Malcolm, you want to go ahead and start that off? Now, let me ask you. I know you want me to start it. Let me ask you. Do you want me to give you a dream scenario? What, what, uh, I, what I hope What I hope happens? How about, just... one, how about one hope and one semi-realistic? One hope? I mean, the the hope that I'm looking for. I know you're gonna is, say is is <laughs> right. Is, is Josh Allen, who had 17 <laughs> sacks last season as a, in college. Um, that's something I hope for. That's, that's what I, I know that's your guy. I know. My bad for taking your guy, man. But no, you're good, man. You're good. If if he were to fall to us or something happened. You know, that, that will be the best case scenario. Detroit, I think everybody would immediately celebrate. I mean, Stay I think off a... the weed. Actually, get on the weed. <laughs> <laughs> there will be a parade in Detroit if we draft us, if he falls to us. Um, outside of him, if, you know, realistically, if, you know, I honestly think that he's going to destroy the combine. I think he's – honestly, I feel like he's going to – Probably be picked ahead of Nick Bosa. Just just Bosa. based off just based off his combine, I think he's gonna kill it. So I think he's number one. Yeah, yeah. I, I, like I said, I think he's gonna kill the combine. I think he's gonna go. Might go one. I think he might be the first pass rusher off the board. I'm gonna just say that. Um, but if he is not available, which probably I'm gonna be. give you a guy who not a lot of people's talking about. Um, you know, everybody's talking about Farrell. You know, everybody's talking about Sweet. You know, hey, Sweet. <laughs> Sweat. 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 <laughs> right. Um, a guy that I actually like. He's really tall. He's undersized a bit. He's undersized. He's Uh-oh. really, he's really small. You know, he. he I think he's, he's a guy that could get picked in the second round. Pick eight. Uh, he, not not pick eight. Okay. Um, the, the reason why I'm saying this is because like, he's undersized a lot. He plays in FSU. His name is Brian Burns. Awesome. He's going in the first round, bro. You think Brian Burns going to the first round? One hundred percent, just because of his burst. He's, he's oh, his burst is that's what I was looking at. His burst, the way he flies to the ball. If that kid puts on some weight, he's gonna be a monster. Um, 
Where do you see him going in the first round? Do you see him being in a late first round? or It could be a team in the top 10 that falls in love with him. I was actually hoping that, you know, in a, in a, in a case scenario that he was going to fall to the second round just based on his, off his size. Um, but his burst and his speed is... I wouldn't be surprised if he has the one of the fastest 40 times as an edge rusher. 100. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I really like Brian Burns. That, that, that's a guy who I really like. Um, what about you, Pierre? Who do you like in the draft? Um, who I like? Uh, well, my dream scenario, I think we all know this, is Josh Allen. But aside from that, I'll give you two options. I'll give you one in the first, one in the second. In the first, I like um, – it's kind of hard, to be honest. But I guess I like Pharrell. He, he's a good pass rusher. He's good against the run. He had 10 and a half sacks and 17 and a half tackles for a loss this in 13 games this year. He played well in the natty, you know. He's had some moments where, like, all right, like, this kind of doesn't look like a top 10 player. But he's had other moments where, like, oh, shit, this guy's going to go in the top 10. So he's a little, like, development, I think, project. He doesn't have that much burst. That's what scares me about him. But he could set the edge. So I'll go with him. And another guy I like is Don't the— Don't say it. Huh? Don't say Montez. No, no, that's your boy. I know that's your boy. <laughs> um, so the second guy I want, this guy's in the second round. He could go late first. Honestly, if he's there late first, I'd possibly, I'd possibly trade up for him. I think he's a good kid. Good kid. Uh, he led the nation in sacks with 17 and a half sacks. Woo! He's, he's a baller. He'd fit perfectly in the scheme. He went to Louisiana Tech, small school. So, yeah, those are my two guys. What about you, Tyler? I want to pop in one second about Jalen Ferguson. Uh, yeah, a lot of sacks, but I don't know. I, I was watching some film on that kid. I, I, I mean – think he has the potential to be an RA player, but I don't think sex to all of it. Um, I don't know. I'm not super high on that kid. I don't know why. I, he had a good senior bowl, but I saw him about him. Just it doesn't put me, put me in the right direction. I don't know why. I, I was watching him. He gets sex, but it's it's. I don't know how to explain it, but <laughs> I'm going to get into my um, pick. He's not a first-round pick. Yeah, he's I know. To, he's, I, he should go in the second. Yeah, I, I know, but I don't know. I'm, I'm just – Personally, not high on Jalen Ferguson. I don't know why. But uh, here are my two, uh, you know, likes. I want to add uh, one more thing to Ferguson. One more thing the Lions love. He's long and he's lean. The Lions love that with their pass. They like, like, the big, tall pass rushers. They like their guys big. Detroit shies away from the small guys, so that's another thing. That's why I think he's a perfect fit. Uh, all right. So two guys, you know. That'd be interested in, you know, this is one of uh, the first round I'd be interested in pick eight is uh, Montez Sweat. Not going to lie. Did not know much about Montez Sweat until I actually watched the senior bowl. Um, Something about Sweat I liked about, you know, he can get to the quarterback. And that's something the Lions uh, edge rushers couldn't really do. You know, we were actually one of the worst, you know, teams at allowing pressure on quarterbacks. So I think you get a guy like Montez Sweat pick eight. It's going to immediately fix, you know, a free agent pickup there too. I mean, your edge, you know, you have a solid edge rushers, you know, get pressure at the quarterback. Uh, you know, Swat's a 6'6", uh, 252, 252-pound player. So, uh, big, you know, lengthy guy. Uh, he had a good senior bowl, was, uh, went to Mississippi State. Uh, he actually played under uh, Mike D'Antoni at uh, uh, Michigan State his freshman year. I mean, he got kicked out for no no one knows for the reason. But, I mean, he had 22 and a half sacks and was named the first team all-SEC squad last year. So, I mean, Sweat is an elite 
edge rusher. He's a good player. Wouldn't mind him at pick eight. I liked him a lot, especially in the senior bowl. Um, Tyler, I want to add one thing. Sorry to interrupt. Go for it. He had 22 and a half sacks the last two years. Not all in one year. It was two years. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah 12, I, sacks, 12 sacks I last year. That. I didn't mean that. Oh, yeah. good. You're good. And then another guy like him. You guys really named a lot of the guys I liked um, at the edge rusher position. Um, if I had to name another dude, I don't know, maybe Zach Allen from Boston College. I mean, this Hell one kind no. of makes sense just because, I mean, Paul Pasicloni connection. But, I mean, I don't really see this one happening. This is like a late first-round pick, early second. Um, Third. <laughs> Yeah, I, <laughs> third. Oh, my bad. No, go ahead, man. My bad, man. <laughs> Just, <laughs> I don't know. He, he didn't have a very, <laughs> he didn't really have a good senior bowl, but, um, you know, he had an all right season at Boston College. I mean, I'm not really high on him, but you guys really named all the other edge rushers. And you guys noticed that I missed one guy. You know, I could have easily said him. Um, your boy. He's a, uni- he's, a, he's a University of Michigan player. <laughs> His name is Rashawn Gary. <laughs> uh, I guess the main reason why I'm not really high on Rashawn Gary and why I'd even want to name him is because he reminds me a lot of Ziggy Ansah. A lot of Ziggy Ansah. And I'm a guy that can't stay healthy, but you know when he plays, he's a very effective player. I'm just... The thing that scares me about him is his health. And... Uh, I think it's a major pass to me. Um, I don't know about you guys, but Rashawn Gary. About Gary, um, if his medicals check, I'll take him at eight. I mean, I'm not the doctor, but if they like check his medicals out and they're good to go, yeah, why not? Because, you know, we took Carrion Johnson. He was injured. We took Jared Davis. He was injured. Davis has been relatively healthy. Johnson missed a couple games, but no major injury. So, I mean, his medicals check out, take him, bro. If his medicals don't check out, pass, bro. But his his limit, his the sky's the limit for him. He's a stud. Yeah, I mean, I I actually was gonna ask you guys about him because you guys, you know, you guys are Michigan fans. You guys know more about him than I would, and um, a lot of those experts had him high on their board. So I mean, if, if you guys didn't like him and they have him high, I was just trying to figure out like what was the problem. Is his main problem injuries or yeah, yeah, injuries for sure. It just reminds me like a Ziggy Ante situation. To me, I don't know. Uh, you know, when he when he is healthy, he's very effective, just like Ziggy Anza. So I could see a very similar story. I mean, Ziggy Anza was a top pick, too. <laughs> he was a top five pick. So I don't know. I'm just not high on Rashawn Gary. It's a pass to me. Uh, I don't know. I'm, like I said, a lot of people, like I said, those experts, they have him high. And I also got his numbers, and it didn't look too impressive last year. When I was looking at his numbers, when he had three and a half, three, you know, three and a half sacks, he was, he was injured. He was injured most of the year. Yeah. Or, okay. It, then, then it makes sense. Um. So yeah, when, I mean, when the dude is healthy, the dude has sky high potential. But uh, double team him, he breaks that apart. He's a he beast. breaks that apart. He's a beast. He's a yeah. Beast. He, hey. He has, <laughs> like he, he has sky high potential, but you know, I think the difference is because we are Michigan fans, we get to observe him more than like these other guys, like Farrell, Monta Sweat. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I'm more picky, I guess, because I've, you know, I get to watch Rashawn Gary more. I'm just, I don't know. I mean, the problem is healthy, man. I mean, like I said, when he, if he could play, you know, he's playing 16 games, he's going to be a monster. He'll be a Pro Bowl player if he plays all 16 games in a season. I, and I promise that he, he'll be a beast if he's healthy. Is I can't count on him to play 16 games. Um, well, is the reason why I'm not high on Rashawn Gary. 
what, what I was going to say is if he has a really good combine, I mean, there is a chance he might fall to Detroit. You know, I mean, that's something we got to kind of prepare ourselves for because if he has, let's say he has a probably the third best um, combine numbers, you know, outside of, you know, Nick Bosa and um, Josh Allen. Josh Allen, you know, say he's number three as far as, you know, all the numbers. You know, he might be that team to pick him up at eight. Malcolm, I think he'll be number one in those numbers. You think he'll be number one in those numbers? Yeah, but the thing is, his medicals are scary. Teams might shy away from that. Um, I don't know how exactly, because we saw last year, Maurice Hurst was high on a lot of people's boards out of Michigan, but he had a heart issue, and he dropped all the way to the fifth round, and the Raiders took him. Yeah. I mean, I like Gary a lot as a player. I really do, but I want to see how his medicals check out, how he runs in the combine. He's coming off an injury. Will he, will he participate in the combine? We don't know that yet. Yeah, that's true. I realize I mean, that. Oh, go ahead, Tommy. I mean, I could see, you know, I could, I could see Gary being a top 10 pick, but at the same time, I could see this guy being a late first. It, it just really depends, you know. I mean, his con- he could have a really good combine. I wouldn't be shocked at all. It's just that, uh, yeah, like piercing medicals, man, it's huge. Uh, I, it's just a pass for me. I think you got to go a different route than Rashawn Gary. There's just better options at pick eight. I mean, maybe if we were at, like, say, pick 16, pick, you know, 15, whatever, you know. He ain't like, making it that far. He, he ain't making it that far. I mean, if his medicals don't check out, he could fall far. I wouldn't be shocked, honestly. He's one of those guys I could see falling on draft day. But he's a guy I could see him being a top ten pick. It's weird. I don't know why. He go into three. He could easily fall to the second round. Yeah, he's it, really talented. It, his talent. His talent is a top five lock. But his medicals are a different story. We don't know exactly what's up. We don't know how he's how he's doing. If it's like a major red flag or if it's a small flag, we don't know. Yeah. What I what I noticed when I um when I actually posted um I posted him as far as one of my prospects for um the draft, and I realized that it's like fifty fifty. It's either you really love this guy. <laughs> or you're like, no, we can, we can definitely cannot draft this guy at eight. So it's, I realize it's like 50-50. I just think there's better options. Um, you know, if we weren't pick eight, I wouldn't be as picky. But I think that with pick eight, I'm going to be a little more picky and stay away from Rashawn Gary. Yeah, you have a top ten pick. You want to get this right, you know? Definitely. Yeah. They trade back. If they trade back, another guy I could see. I'll add in like a bonus. Let's say we trade back with Washington or Miami. They they need a quarterback. I can see the polite kid from Florida. Yeah, he's really good too. Yeah, you have his stats, Malcolm. Eleven sacks. See? Yeah, eleven sacks. Yeah, double has, digit, double digit guy, definitely. Malcolm, he's kind of like Brian Burns, a little undersized, but he has that burst. He has that speed. I really like Brian Burns. <laughs> I really like him. The kids. Kind of undersized, but both have that burst and speed. So yeah, I mean, that would be a like fun him. fact as well. He'd be joining his Florida boys as well with uh, Jared Davis, uh, Malcolm's boy Tease Tabor, Brandon, Brandon Powell, and actually newly acquired Detroit Lions running back and first uh, guest on the Pride Podcast, running back Mark Thompson. <laughs> Mark so, Thompson will make some noise. Watch. There we go. There we go. Um, so yeah, you know, uh, it seems like you know. Bob Quinn in the front office do love those Florida boys. So, you know, that could be a possible option if that, they that do trade back. A, yeah, definitely could be a possible option. I could for sure see it. What I noticed when their first round picks, they like to play it safe. They like to take big schools. Taylor Decker, Ohio State. Jared Davis, Florida. Frank Ragnow, Arkansas. SEC, SC, Big Ten. Yeah, so I agree. They'll continue the trend, except like Farrell, he's, uh, he's on the Big Ten or SEC. Clemson. <laughs> but Clemson it's, is it's a big school. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. Now let me let me let me ask you guys something. Um, there's there's a guy who 
high on a lot of people's board that um they asked him the question would you like to come to detroit and his response was if you want me trade up for me now this guy he has a brother in the league um his name is nick bosa now Joey bosa <laughs> now if 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 nick if, if, if nick bosa um you know he's coming out for injury say his medical doesn't 100 percent check out which makes him fall in the draft if he were to fall at eight, would you take him? Yes. Uh, it depends what's up with it. If, it. if he's like his brother, his brother barely plays. I mean, his brother, I think, missed eight games this year, eight games last year, something like that. I mean, if he misses that many games, though, I just want to know his medicals. You know, I'm not the doctor, but exactly. if the doctors are okay with his medicals, yes, you take him at eight. But if he's falling, if he's falling something's wrong with him. Yeah. You might bite the bullet and take him you might take a gamble but then if he's always injured fans will be angry you know like why we draft this kid he's always hurt <laughs> that's, that's, that's true well, our fans like they're really rough on a player so they'll be really happy when they draft him or sign him. then when he's always hurt why do they sign him he's always hurt they I say he sucks. He, he sucks he sucks <laughs> hate when they say that he i sucks. hate it when they say it like, sucks. Like, like ziggy Ansa doesn't want to be hurt he wants to play we see when he's on the field he balls out but he's just been hurt. He can't control <clears throat> Rashawn Gary. Body. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna tell you guys something. I literally heard somebody on my page told me that Ziggy Ansa is faking his injury so he could collect money from the Detroit Lions. What? I got that too. But that I'm was crazy. I never heard hey, something. Bro, like what are you talking about, man? I fact, though, if he's faking his injury, he's about to be a free agent. Dude wants to cash out. He wants a long-term deal. I'm telling you, Yo, this was like someone faking injury on their contract. It was like a three-day going back and forth. Like, bro, what are you talking about? He's not faking injury. He's like, yeah, he is. It's for money. Three days. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. We, 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 we talked about the draft. Um, I got one more question for you guys, and I'm going to dish it out to Pierre. Um, uh, what are two free agents you would like to stay away from at Rushers? Okay, Ziggy Ansa. You off the team? What okay. you mean? Get out! Uh, <laughs> another guy I don't like that much is um, is Deion Jordan. You know he's an athletic kid, but I don't know. I just everywhere he goes, he gets a shot. Like they give him a shot, they see the potential, but he doesn't produce that much. So Deion Jordan and Ziggy Ansa. Malcolm, you want to go ahead and name your two? Two that I do not want. This is hard because I mean, I think anybody that comes in. Could potentially be an upgrade from what we have now. I'm not True. not talking about Canard because Canard balled out last year. He, he had seven and a half sacks. He balled out. You know, Core balled out too. But almost anybody, if we get any body that's solid to come in, you know, it's going to be an upgrade. So it's really hard to say if we got this guy. I do not want him. You know, the only thing I could say right now, if it's somebody who I have no idea who he is, say if he was some backup player to. Another team didn't see the field last year, had probably like one sack in the past three years or one sack, you know, then I'll be like, uh, this is the best we did in free agency. Um, you know, that that would probably bother me a bit, but I don't really have a guy that I'll say, I do not want this guy in free agency. Malcolm, I'll give you a name. What about William Hayes? You you live in the Miami area. What do you think about Hayes? He's William 30. Hayes? He, how old? Thirty four. I mean, come on. No. All right, let me, let me rephrase what I said. If I barely know them or if they're over the age of 33 years old, definitely not a, you know ideal person that I want them to throw their money at to bring in as a, as a, as a pass rush. 
this year. I mean, it is what it is, man. There's a lot of older guys out there right now. I mean, Cameron Wake. Yeah. He's 37 I, years old. I would I not actually, want him. I actually was just going to ask you that right now. Yeah, Cameron, Cameron Wake's a free agent. I, I wouldn't want him. Um, Just because of his age. This it, it, is what it is. He's a great player. He I probably could still play at a high level. Uh, situational pass rusher. Like, only yeah, third yeah. down or some third, shit. Like third that. down. Yeah, I mean, he, like I said, he's a guy that keeps his body in really great shape at 37 years old he's he doesn't play like a 37 year old uh he's really good but i, I wouldn't want him because i don't need a guy that's gonna get to the quarterback every down and <laughs> not just on third down you know um you know Terrell slugs is out there i wouldn't want him though he's he's kind of up in the age you know i wouldn't want him yeah makes sense um well, about i'll give you one more name um what about dante fowler that's that's scary. I I don't know. I don't know. That's like a coin flip for me. If we brought him in, would I be mad? No. I want to be mad because he will be an upgrade to what we have. I agree. He'll be an uh, upgrade. He'll be an upgrade to to what we have. So I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be mad about it. Will he be my ideal number one choice? No. No, actually, no. He's probably like option like E or G or something. C. I think the thing that scares me, Dante Flout. Huh? Dante Flout. Huh? What the fuck am I saying? Dante Flout. Huh? What? The hell? What? Dante. What? Flower. What? Okay. Fowler. Oh, oh, Fowler. Fowler. You got it. Dante you got it. Fowler. There oh, you go. There you go. Think mother Jesus. Dante Fowler. Mm-hmm. Alright. Right. <laughs> Stop. Stop. <laughs> Alright. Um, back to Dante. Uh the thing that scares me about Dante, I think you know he'll he'll get some decent money in this um in the market. But, uh, you know, I just don't know if he'll produce to the money he'll be making. So uh, that's the thing that scares me about Dante. But like Malcolm said, I wouldn't be, you know, against the idea of bringing a guy like Dante. It's just, you know, I think the money he, he could be getting um, scares me. I think that's, you know, a direction that the Lions could be looking away. So I'm going to say a no from Dante Flop. What? Never mind. Dante. We're not just even going to say Dante, say Dante not, Jr. D- Dante Jr. <laughs> <laughs> his his uh, money his money doesn't equal up to his production. I don't think he's going to get a big money contract. I honestly yeah. don't think so. Because if if he do, you got to look at what he's done lately. He hasn't done, hasn't done much lately. I think he had two sacks in the regular season last year. Was he hurt? I mean, I I, I not watch so much about him, but was he hurt? Because he played all year and only had two sacks. That's That's not good. I mean, I know you got traded midway at the trade deadline to LA. Yeah, I'll say, um, I'll say a couple names that could be like that. Guys could be cut. You guys tell me if you guys would want them. Let's for it. Uh, Vic Beasley from Atlanta. He could get cut. He's he's had up and down career. You know, some years he's really productive, other years he's not. Would you guys take him? Um, Vic Beasley. <laughs> Go for it, Tyler. Uh, I, I'm gonna <laughs> I, I'm gonna go with it. And uh, you know, Vic Beasley actually, you know, intrigues me a little bit. You know. Very fast, you know. I mean, I, what is going on with me today? I remember, and I believe it was the 15 or 16 season. Uh, I, believe, I think it was the 16 season. I mean, you know, he got a lot of pressure on the quarterback. He's he's very fast, very fast. So, you know, adding some speed to that defensive line, I like the option of Vic Beasley. Um, I know uh, Pierre, when we play Madden, he loves him, he loves Vic Beasley as well. <laughs> he's a Falcons? I like yeah. Vic Beasley. He's a speedy guy. That's oh, his wow. guy, Vic Beasley. Is that, is it, wait, is this why you brought him up? 
<laughs> no, no, no. He has a 12 million cap hit, and his production has been up and down. And the Falcons drafted Tack McKinley last year in the first. If they cut him, they'll save 12 million with the cap. They need the cap space. So okay, so this has nothing to do with with you using him on Madden. <laughs> okay, no, that's cool. Madden, I base them off. Um, <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't base players off Madden. All right, that's cool. All right, I mean. Like I said, he will be he'll definitely be an upgrade to what we have. So would I be upset if we um picked him up if he got cut? No, definitely not. You know, he's a he, he's a good player. So Scott. if we picked him up, it'll be a it'll be a good pickup. If we Scott strike Steve. out yeah, if we strike out on like the people who they do want and he was available, definitely. All right, guys, here's another possible cut. Olivier Vernon from the Giants. He has a high cap hit, has had trouble staying healthy. But he's relatively young, 28 years old. You know, you know what he can do when he's healthy. He's destroyed yep. some of our games before. What do you guys think of him? Uh, let me start. I mean, I like him. He played in Miami, so I actually saw a lot of him in Miami when he was down here in Miami. Then he's in um, the Giants right now, so he's another one of those guys. If we brought him in, he'll be an upgrade. Now, the thing is with him is can he stay healthy? Yeah, it's a thing. If he's, if he's healthy, he, he don't – did he make the Pro Bowl this year or last year? Was it last year? I'm not sure, but I know he's made the Pro Bowl before. Um, what about if it's like an incentive-based deal? I do it in a heartbeat. Yeah. If, if it's something like that, then, I mean, you're not really taking much of a risk. But then, like I said, if he's on the field, you know, we're going to be looking at another Ziggy Onsen situation. And you know how the fans are with injuries. So, I don't know. So, I, I, I'm looking at his game log right now. So, in the 2018 season, he played 11 games. And in the 2017 season, he played 12 games. So, before that, I mean, he's played every game. So, the last two years have been, you know, a little injury. But, I mean, before besides that, I mean, it's not bad. I mean, I wouldn't mind it. Olivier Vernon is a very, you know, elusive player. So, he's 28 years old. Um, it's not a bad option at all. Uh, if he does hit the open market, fits the scheme pretty well, so makes sense. I like the idea of Olivia Vernon if he does hit the market. But now, let me ask you a question. Go if, for it. Who, if they're both healthy, if you have, if he's healthy and you have Ziggy Ansah's healthy, who would be the better player for Detroit? Olivia Vernon. He's two years younger. He's two years younger. And Olivier, I mean, Sianza has better career stats. I think he has more sacks than him. But overall, I think Olivier Vernon is probably better because of his probably he has more speed. Okay. Um, I believe he has more speed. And he's just two years younger. That makes a big difference to me when you're 30 versus 28. Hey, that, that's all it is. As long as it's an upgrade, I am down with it. I have no problems no problem with, with an upgrade. Hey, hold on. I got a name for you guys. Uh, Minnesota, uh, Everson Griffin. He, he's no. Or he could be hitting the market. What do you guys um, think? I don't know. He had like some mental. I don't know. He had like some issues earlier in the year. <laughs> no, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. What, yeah. what did he have? Say, say that. The beginning part. Some issues. <laughs> <laughs> what they were, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know what's up with him. Um, his numbers were a little down this year. Honestly, I probably pass on him. Uh, my opinion, I, I I think he's honestly pretty overrated, not going to lie. Uh, like, you know, Peter was saying, uh, you know, I, how do I know he's not just going to quit on this midseason? Exactly. That, quit on the that, like he left. That, that's what I, you know, we were mentioning that when I when, when we heard he was entering the open market. So, um, 
like, how do I know he's not going to just take a break on us midway? We're going through, you know, we're going for a playoff push and, you know, Everson Griffin break, you know, I can't really count on it. <laughs> so, uh, Malcolm, what do you think about Griffin? Uh, no, I, I, even though that, even though a healthy Griffin, uh, would make the team better as far as the pass rush, but no, um, he's too much money. I don't think he's worth it. And he played for Minnesota. Yeah, I'm not going to be biased, you know, <laughs> but no, I mean, we were mentioning Anthony Barr. <laughs> we did. We did mention Anthony Barr, you know, but I, I don't know. They got I, that. That's going to be a no for me. Down in Minnesota, Daniel Hunter is a straight stud. Deal. If, if Hunter hit the market, yeah, that'll probably be our. He'll probably be between him and and and, and um and Lawrence. They'll be number one and number two as far as on the market. Um, not hitting the market anytime soon. He, yeah, he's not hitting the market anytime soon. I know that. I There's a one, guy. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I got one more trade scenario. Some of you guys would do this. Chandler Jones could possibly be shopped. I mean, they they said they're switching to a three four, and if they take Nick Bosa or Josh Allen in the first, or maybe even Quinn and Williams pass rusher, would you guys consider trading for Chandler Jones? He's played in Patricia's system before. He knows it. What's this package containing? Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's, 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 that'll be the main thing. Yeah, what is... Give me, a trade, give me a trade scenario. He's a 29-year-old. I wouldn't give up first. Maybe a second. Mm, I'd probably try away from that. A second-round pick for... About a third. Oh, okay. A third, maybe. A third, maybe a second. No. Um, a third is interesting. You know, it, it could be. He's 29. He's played well under Coach Patricia. It's not a bad move. I mean, the Lions are, uh, do have a late third-round pick, so it's, not, it's like almost a fourth-round pick, honestly. Tyler, uh, let me read you his stats. Ready? 2015, 12 and a half sacks. 2016, 11 sacks. 2017, 17 sacks. 2018, 13 sacks. He's a baller. Yeah. He's, he's definitely a baller. Um... What I was gonna say is, um, there's a lot of factor that that goes into trade. Before I say, yeah, hell yeah, just throw a second round pick at him. Um, one is how many years does he have left on his contract? I that that's. I'll tell you right. Yeah, I mean, if, if he has multiple years on his contract, yeah, throw him a throw him a third round pick. You know, he's 29 years old. He has three years left on his deal. Third, hell, yeah, yeah, how you, much? You 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 do it. Uh, let me tell you. He's a double digit sack guy. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I think that's something you pull the trigger on. Uh, three years at forty-eight mil. But if Arizona were to trade them, that would be stupid. That's sixteen I, mil a year. But Arizona's kind of like rebuilding. You know, they have their new staff in place. They have. So why would you give up your second best defensive player? You acquire picks to rebuild the team. Yeah, I mean, but now they're just they're they're letting go of their best pass rush to draft a pass rush, which. Uh, I don't know why. Oh, no, Sometimes I don't know, know why. Team. You know about rebuilding. You're a New York Knicks fan, Bruh. <laughs> Wait, hold on. We don't have to air it out on the podcast. Why did I trade Porzingis? No, no, God, why me? <laughs> See, we're not even talking about basketball right now. All right, guys. When we traded Porzingis, I did cry. It was, it was, it was like a couple tears, but it is what it is. We're not going to talk about that right now, though. But um, <laughs> as far as rebuilding, it's a bad move. I mean, this team—they drafted a quarterback. They have their quarterback in place. They have a do running they, back. Do they have their quarterback in place? Josh, you can't, you can't guys. He he played his rookie year. You can't give up on the kid, man. I don't know if Cliff Kingsbury yeah, sold you know, on Josh Rosen though. The, the coach, the coach, I, I, coach I, I, by his own guy. You don't know that. I know that, but you can't. 
They drafted him. What 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 um overall pick was he? It was like eleven or twelve. Eleven or twelve. He's a top twenty quarterback picked in the draft. Probably the what was it third the third quarterback pick. Yeah, uh, it was Baker. It was Sam Darnold. Yeah, and then it was him. Then it was him. You can't quit on that guy. You got to give that guy at least three years in the league to to find out what type of player he is and what type of player he's going to be before they decide to just ax him off. Look, I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you a clean scenario. Jared Goff. Jared Goff had a horrible rookie year. Horrible. People were throwing busts at his name. Jeff then, Fisher. Yeah. <laughs> Different coach. Brought in McVay. And then he took the team to the Super Bowl. Well, That's what, what, I'm, uh, what I'm saying is that Josh Rosen is not set in stone yet. If, he, if, he, the, if it's a well, bad year next year, then you know I wouldn't be surprised if they start looking I, at Alex I, I would do. The thing is that team has so many problems. I think it will be hard for any rookie to come to that team and contribute. They couldn't even run the ball. Yeah, they couldn't. They couldn't even run the ball. They they had their offensive line is has to be has to be like in the bottom of the league. It, it was really bad. If I was them, I mean they had three if, rookies. <laughs> if I was them, if I was them, I would honestly trade that first round pick, trade out of that first out of the top ten for multiple picks, and I'll draft a whole bunch of offensive linemen because that's what they need. They need that more than anything because if they could do that, maybe they could get the running game going and. Or, you know, give Rosen some time to make plays downfield. He has a hell of a arm. Malcolm, right. I see, like, a desperate team trading up to, like, leapfrog the Giants or someone just to take Haskins at number one. Because it's quarterback-driven lead. It People is. Franchise QB. All right, let's get back on topic. We were talking about Chandler Jones. So, third-round pick, making around, I believe, whatever it was, 16 to 18 million a year. Not a year for three years. So... I'd do it for a third-round pick. I mean, the Lions' third-round pick is, a think, the 88th pick overall. So it's a late third. It's almost a fourth. I'd do it. A third I, don't think Arizona, I don't think Arizona going to do that for, I'd, for that, I'd, for that I'd, pick. I'd do a third, six, and maybe a next year third. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that, too, to be honest, man, because that, that, that's going to be immediate production. And he's and he's healthy. He's a double-digit sack guy. He's healthy. Yeah. He knows the scheme. He and, will honestly be... I'm not going to say this. He'll probably be a better option than, than, than Trey Flowers if we picked him up. It, it could be. It could be. Because Flowers is 26. He's 29. Age 26. But he, he is. He's younger. He had more. He has, you know, maybe Trey Flowers ain't hit his potential yet, his full potential. But this guy, we already know what he's going to bring to the table. He's going to bring you a double-digit sack season. Oh, yeah. He's going he's gonna, to he's gonna disrupt that running game. He's going to put constant pressure on the quarterback. So uh, if you, if you were to trade your third round pick for him, that that would be a hell of a move. I don't think the Arizona Cardinals are going to do it because our third round is late. You have to probably throw multiple picks at him, but that would be a hell of that would be a hell of a pick. I mean, you got, I th- I think of like this: if the Lions, you know, their window is short right now. Um, you know, their window is to win now. Right now, you throw a third round pick for Chandler Jones. You know, shows immediate production. You know. Filling some holes at the other positions. I mean, you know, that's an immediate production in there from Chandler Jones. You know what you're going to get from Chandler Jones. He's played well under Coach Patricia, so that doesn't concern me. Um, like the other options we could be getting in the offseason. And I know what I'm going to be getting out of Chandler Jones if he's in the Lions uniform. So, uh, you know, throwing a few picks for Chandler Jones and for the money, it's not bad either because that's the same amount of money that Trey Flowers is probably going to make. So, um, the money's not an issue to me. I mean, age, it's not too bad to me. He's still got three years left. I mean, he'll be 32 when his contract's up. It's not a bad idea, man. I, I like the idea of throwing 
few picks to go after Chandler Jones. You know, I'd stay away from the first and second. But, I mean, if you can throw some later picks at Arizona, if they want to stockpile some draft picks for Chandler Jones, sign me up. I'm taking Definitely. Chandler Jones to Detroit. I'd honestly trade our second because he's just – I read his stats. I trade our <laughs> – yeah, I mean, I, I, I honestly... Like, because Fowler got traded for, like, wasn't it a fourth or and a sixth? Yeah. You're, that's how that's how teams look at it, you know? And if Fowler got traded for a fourth and a sixth, if you offer a third to Arizona, they'll hang up in your face. If if they want to do a second after reading, like you did, you know, after you did read the stats, uh, and like I said, he's played under he's played well under Coach Patricia, it's, it's fine by me, honestly. I am honestly down for it. I mean... Because I know I'm going to get immediate production. I know what I'm going to get out of Chandler Jones. We're out of a second-round pick. You, I can get a tease taper. So I know what I'm going to be getting Whoa, out of Chandler. wait. I'm, I'm out. Wait. I, I know on. what I'm getting out of Chandler Jones. I want to let all the listeners know that I know you're probably wondering why there's some guys we didn't mention in the podcast. You know, there, there's Javavian Clowney, D. Ford. Um, there's some guys. Those guys – we already kind of know that they're going to get franchise tagged. So that's why we kind of shied away from them in this episode. So um, if you're wondering why we didn't say those guys, is because they're most likely to get franchise tagged. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Clowney is a dog, and D Ford, uh, Brett Beach came out and said that we're glad to have him back next year, basically franchise or long-term deal. So I agree. Yeah. I mean, I wish. I wish we could go after those guys if, if you know, but... I don't think it's gonna happen. It'll be very dumb for those teams to let those that those type of players just hit the market like that. I, I doubt it. So that's why we didn't mention them. If you're wondering. All right. Uh, so thank you guys so much for listening to episode 14 of the Pride Podcast. Uh, you know, we highlighted the edge rusher position. Uh, you know, our next episode we got a little surprise for you guys. We have a few posts for you guys. Keep you guys updated. But. Uh, Hope you guys enjoyed episode 14. Uh, I'm Tyler, also known as Lions Nation. I'm Pierre, also on the Detroit Lions fan page. I am Malcolm. I am with the Detroit Lions video page. All right, guys. Peace out. And Malcolm, don't take it too hard about mentioning the Knicks. It's all right. It is what it is. (laughs) All right. Peace out, Lions fans. All right, guys. Have a good one. Peace. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.